Welcome to Say What, a fresh look at old sayings, the podcast which explores the origins, meaning, and value of old sayings, familiar expressions, and adages. I'm Dave Ellingson, adventurer, author, educator, and seeker of wisdom. Today, let's take a look at We Shall Overcome. No, better, let's first sing a chorus. Join in. We shall overcome. We shall overcome. We shall overcome someday. Oh, deep in my heart, I do believe that we shall overcome someday. It seems like yesterday when I first sang that powerful tune. We were marching in Washington, D.C. in an anti-war protest. Or we were singing at a civil rights demonstration in Selma, Alabama. We were joining together at a women's rally for the Equal Rights Amendment. Or we were camping in a forest of old-growth trees to protect them from clear-cutting. We were arm and arm, voices together, proclaiming our hope and dreams for a better world in which there would be peace and justice for people of color and women and the GLBTQ plus community and a sustainable and healthy environment. We shall overcome. Throughout history, movements of liberation have found that singing joins hands and hearts and minds around a common cause. Back in the 60s, there was a rebirth of folk music, which essentially is music from the people, the farmers, the miners, the industrial workers, and common folks like you and me. It was grassroots music. In fact, one kind of folk music was bluegrass because It originated in the bluegrass country of Appalachia. Woody Guthrie's anthem, This Land is Your Land, captured the expansive vision of a young nation which welcomed everyone with open arms. This land is your land, this land is my land, from California to the New York Island, from the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters. This land was made for you and me. Bob Dylan was Woody's successor with a string of songs which probed the fundamental questions of life and death and war and peace. How many roads must a man walk down before you call him a man? Yes, and how many seas must the white dove sail before she sleeps in the sand? How many times must the cannonballs fly before they're forever banned? The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. The answer is blowing in the wind. Joan Baez, Peter, Paul, and Mary, and others made this folk music popular. In other words, the music of the people. 
and I, along with thousands of people, bought our first guitars and began to sing these songs with their simple melodies but profound messages about what was going on in the world. Movements were born, and this music provided the anthems which bound together a generation who yearned for peace and justice and care of creation. But the most memorable anthem that spoke for all movements then and today is Pete Seeger's We Shall Overcome. Several years ago, while on one of my paddle expeditions down the Erie Canal and Hudson River to the Statue of Liberty, I found that the legacy of Pete Seeger was very much alive. Here's the story from my Paddle Pilgrim book. Seeger and Shadamuk. Sounds like the name of a prestigious accounting firm. But these two names bear witness to a far deeper audit. While paddling down the Hudson River last fall, I found myself between two very different landmarks. On one high promontory was West Point and the U.S. Military Academy, a place I had visited as a boy with my dad. I remember being very impressed by the cadets as they marched in precision lines in their parade gray uniforms. On the other side of the river was the little town of Cold Spring. I was drawn to this shore by the sloop Clearwater, moored in the town dock. I could almost hear my folk music hero and anti-war activist Pete Seeger singing from the deck of this beautiful craft which he had built. For years, Pete had plied the Hudson River waters, seeking to clean up this badly polluted river, which was his home. You see my dilemma? As I paddled downstream, pondering the paradox of patriotism and protest, I sang one of Pete's anthems. If I had a hammer, I'd hammer out justice. I'd hammer out freedom all over this land. I'd hammer out danger. I'd hammer out warning. I'd hammer out love between my brothers and my sisters all over this land. As I sang, I also prayed for safety for the young men and women serving in our military and wisdom for our national leaders to pursue the way of peace. That night I pitched my tent on the beach by the Shadamuck Yacht Club in Ossining, New York. A warm shower refreshed and a good meal at a nearby restaurant fueled me for the final push to New York City and the Statue of Liberty. Seeger and Shadamuck. Hmm. <laughs> Months later, while planning a paddle pilgrim book tour on the Hudson River, I was invited to be the Earth Day speaker at that same Shadamuck Yacht Club. I was delighted to return to this place where I had received such warm hospitality. I suspect some of my friends are chuckling as they imagine me speaking at a yacht club. When I arrived, I was greeted by Dave, the club's Commodore, a friendly, buttoned-down Wall Street broker. 
As the crowd began to gather, I noticed a number of folks whose bearded and informal presence seemed a bit odd in this well-appointed meeting room with bar overlooking the river. When this motley collection of people had assembled, I was introduced by the event's surprising co-sponsors, Commodore Dave and John, the director of Ferry Sloops, an environmental sailing group inspired by the work of Pete Seeger. The Ferry Sloop group, which had built historic sailing vessels to take inner city kids out on the river to learn about river stewardship. It needed a place to moor their boats and the Yacht Club graciously gave them space in their marina. My river dilemma for a brief shining moment had a beautiful resolution as two seemingly disparate groups came together despite very different political leanings to work cooperatively because of their common love of the Hudson River. I suspect Pete is singing a new chorus to his iconic anthem, We Have Overcome. But have we overcome? Pete would say we've made some progress, but we have a long way to go on so many fronts. This land was made for you and me, Woody sang, and Pete added lyrics because once again today, voices of exclusion have been raised in our nation. And the welcome sign of the Statue of Liberty in Emma Lazarus' poem, Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. For too many, that welcome has been replaced with no vacancy. We shall overcome. Pete sang and asked, Where have all the flowers gone? Long time passing. Where have all the flowers gone? Long time ago. Where have all the flowers gone? Gone to soldiers, everyone. When will we ever learn? When will we ever learn? Wars continue to rage all over the planet, and badly needed resources are used for guns and armaments rather than for food and clothing and housing. The answer is still blowing in the wind. We shall overcome. Aretha Franklin, in her Rhythm and Blues classic, tells us what women wanted, and I won't try to sing this epic, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. What you want, baby, I got it. What you need, do you know I got it? All I'm asking for is a little respect. R-E-S-P-E-C-T, find out what it means to me. R-E-S-P-E-C-T, find out what it means to me. Respect, just a little bit, just a little bit. But women want and need more than just a little bit as they continue to make 82 cents on the dollar, on average, compared to men in our society, almost 50 years after the Equal Rights Amendment was passed. We shall overcome. 
On the environmental front, Joni Mitchell's big yellow taxi describes the challenges. They took all the trees and put them in a tree museum, and they charged the people a dollar and a half to see them. Don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you've got till it's gone? They paved paradise and put up a parking lot. And despite Joni's prophetic musical message and now a chorus of scientists documenting and warning about climate change, we continue to add carbon to the atmosphere and warm the planet, leading to weather extremes and species extinction and ocean acidification. We shall overcome. It begins with we. It has always taken a group of people to change things. Shell suggests it's an ongoing struggle and a never-ending process that continues well into the future. And overcome reminds us that there are and will be barriers in the path to the future we imagine and are working toward. Here are a couple suggestions for action. Number one, find a cause or a movement that you are passionate about and get involved. Number two, be an influencer with your friends and invite them to work with you on your cause. And finally, keep singing. We shall overcome, we shall overcome, we shall overcome someday. Oh, deep in my heart, I do believe that we shall overcome someday. Until next time, I'm Dave Ellingson, and this has been Say What? A Fresh Look at Old Sayings, the podcast which explores the origin, meaning, and value of old sayings, familiar expressions, and adages. Tune in to Say What? on your mobile device, computer, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Coming soon, I will be doing a series entitled Life Journeys, featuring interviews with poets, and musicians, artists, politicians, parents, therapists, science, scientists, and athletes. For more information about my books and films, check out my website, dellingson.com. And thanks for listening.